Hi everyone. Um, so it's been a minute, I know, but here I am, and I thought I would do this podcast thing differently and approach it from a professional point of view. And a friend actually gave me an idea about making this a platform I can have a chance to talk about issues on mental health advocacy and women empowerment, but now in the African context. Why? This is simply because, you know, I'm an African, myself, Kenyan to be specific. And having worked with different initiatives that are addressing development issues in Africa, I believe we can be able to start a conversation on how do we do this, how do we change the narrative that has been there over the years, especially surrounding women empowerment. Because the truth is, African countries, um, we are still behind when it comes to the issue of gender equality, when it comes to, you know, the women being given equal opportunities, whether it's in leadership positions, whether it's in education, you know what I mean, right? And so I believe with this platform, we can be able to start a conversation and of course learn a thing or two from each other. And I, I thought that I would call these, um, this series thing Africa's Diary, Changing the Narrative. So I, I will be able to talk about different issues. Of course, there's the issue of women empowerment, there's the issue of sexism, there's the issue of mental health that are affecting uh, the young people here at home. And, you know, we'll look at what is, making these things happen you know it's just for uh, awareness creating awareness because the whole point i believe um of this platform is to do advocacy and just you know exhaust every resources that we can get or resources that are at our disposal to make sure that at the end of the day change has happened right yeah so um today i just want to talk about women empowerment what it means and how different cultures perceive this concept so i write uh, just going right to it um according to wikipedia because of course when you're doing research that is the first source that offers free information and as i was reading through just trying to better understand this whole phenomenon um wikipedia defines uh, women empowerment as a way or you know, social action in which women elaborate and recreate what it is to be in a circumstance they were previously denied. What this basically mean, it means is that women are in a position where they are able to be given resources, tools and support that will enable them to stand up for themselves and of course make a difference in their lives. You know, and this can be in terms of education, can be in terms of economic empowerment, and so on. The idea is to give this woman in a society where, or rather, a society in a culture where she has no business being heard. The idea of women, uh, of empowering a woman, is to give her a voice and independence, such that this woman in this society she won't have to solely depend on society to sort her out you know give her a sense of belonging a sense of purpose and protect her dignity as a human being at the end of the day 
Now, according to European Institute for Gender Equality, uh, women empowerment has five major components. One of them is a woman's sense of self-worth, which you will all agree with me, it's very important. It, it, it's not only important to the woman, but to any human being, you know, your, your sense of knowing deep inside your heart that you are worthy of something that you can you have something that you can offer the world and the world will appreciate you know just just loving yourself and it all emanates from understanding what you are worth you know so that is one sense of self-worth the second one is right to have and to determine choices where you are you are free to choose whatever you want but now you'll find that in some cultures and this is where now I come in because I have seen this in my culture so many times where women do not have a voice you 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 can't choose what you want you can't choose what to wear you can't choose what to say in fact like from the stories my grandma used to tell me she never went to school or rather she went to school when she was 21 years old and that is the time she got married so her husband in a way supported her that is my grandmother and my mother's side at least for them they were a bit liberal like she got married to a man who was a bit liberal but typically in many african settings because we are we are embedded by cultures so much uh, many women do not have you know this kind of freedom you know and so yeah uh, like european institute for gender equality is arguing uh, women empowerment is all about giving this woman the right to determine choice you know like she's free to choose whatever she wants you know and then the third one is right to have access to opportunities and resources where there's no favoritism she can also assess resources like education like uh, job opportunities without being sexist you know and then the fourth one is right to have power uh, to control their own lives, both within, outside, and home, you know? Like, you, you can be independent. That is what I was talking about before. You are independent to be your own kind of person as a woman. So that is of one of the components of women empowerment. Because remember, empowerment comes from you being given a chance by society to show society that, you know what? I have something to offer. I have potential. I can change this this world, you know. But now you're given the resources for for you to make that happen. And then the last one, which is the fifth one, is ability to influence direction of social change in order to create a more just social economic order nationally and internationally. So in a nutshell, it's just about uh, giving the the giving women a chance to be part of the conversation you know because like i said i will be talking from an africa's point of view because i've interacted uh, with different cultures here at home and i understand what most women go through especially in the rural areas where first of all illiteracy level is so high and women are not allowed to go to school, you know. And so some of these things that I have experienced as a woman in the 21st century, given I live in an urban center, I live in Nairobi, so of course it's it's westernized and it's, it's a cosmopolitan society. Of course, some of the things that uh, some of the people I know who live in the rural areas have gone through 
of course i can't relate right and that is the difference but you see it's it's sad that in the 21st century we still live in a society where a woman can't the the things she can't do you know like going to school that is a basic it it should be it's a very important um what can i say it's it's a right you know like every um every child actually has a right to education but you find that in some of these cultures that is not a priority in fact that is seen as a wastage of resources but on the other hand it's okay for a boy child to go to school so you see it's it's a bit imbalanced and that is why i believe it is up to us to change this narrative how can you do that through public education once you do away with ignorance i believe that is the start of change in any society yeah uh but on the other hand the concept of women empowerment is usually misunderstood in the sense that many women usually think uh, that when you're talking about women empowerment it's all about competing with men that it is all about hating men it is all about making this slogan of quote unquote men are dogs popular it's not about that you know it's not about hating the, the, the men in our lives because of course uh naturally we, we have to work together with men you know to bring about balance it's not about competing it's not about hating them there's more to it and um what i can say is that especially here at home so many women need this kind of empowerment and to understand that at the end of the day even if it's it's because most of these decisions are usually made by men especially in the villages where they are still being ruled by you know chiefdom and all that of course it's the men in in the rural in the ruling system but it's up to us to teach them that it's not about hating these men and just uh, deciding that you know you, you see a man and you just want to strangle him ah uh-uh. it's all about, it's it's about just equipping this woman with resources like i said before to let her understand how what herself worth to to make her understand that she has the capability to change society and she has a voice you know that it's all up to her otherwise she she is free to do that okay uh, and that's what i'm saying uh this kind of empowerment is, it needs really to be understand especially here, here at home because most african cultures and traditions have normalized let me let me call it sitting on a woman you know where um, you suppress her to a point she can't she can't even voice her opinion you know she's not free to do that and what i mean by this basically and in a nutshell is bullying women into believing that they don't have a voice that their opinions don't matter and that you know the the male gender is the alpha and omega you know every decision process starts and ends with this person they have normalized this and that's why i'm passionate about addressing this topic and just letting the women folk know especially in my culture that you know what it's not okay it's not normal uh it, it should be equal like in terms of the the, the resources that we, is being given to us 
whatever is being given to male, whether it's education or job opportunities, it should also be equal to, to the women. And like I said, in the 21st century, it should not be a problem. But unfortunately, it's an issue here. So, um, which actually reminds me of a, of a, what do I call it, of a, of a situation I found myself in. I was, um, I was once able to have a conversation with this woman. She, she was Maasai. The Maasai community is a minority group in Kenya. And they are so cultural, you know. But unfortunately, um, their women are so, for lack of a better phrase, they're so seated on. They do not have a voice. This is a, a com- community that still practices uh, female circumcision. This is a community that still practices child marriage. And so you usually find that women in this community are just just to be seen and never to be heard you know even from the word go when they're getting married it's all about um you know you come to my home and give me children especially sons and if you can't do that then you have no use for me yeah yeah so at one time i i had a conversation with a Masai woman and i remember that time i was passionately teaching them about empowerment and how their voice matter and how they can change the the perception in their community that a woman's sole purpose in this world is to you know give birth and do house chores but this elderly woman looked at me in the eye and said my daughter you will not understand because you come from a different world you know but in my world my caste began when i was born a female i have no choice and you know i have made my peace with that fact and and she she was like for me, I'm comfortable with the situation I'm in because I don't have a choice, you know? And this just broke my heart because I see this every day, especially in poverty-stricken areas in so many African countries where many women have made peace with the fact that their lives will never be more than an obedient machine to the, to the, gen, to the male gender, but more specifically, be a slave to, to society and what society demands that a woman's role, uh, a woman's role is, you know. But I do believe we can change this narrative by slowly encouraging women around us to take a stand and be firm in their decisions. Be strong, you know. Encourage them to be strong and courageous enough to first of all um, make decisions and choices that directly affect their lives, you know. But like I said before, the aim is not to make this woman hate men nah, 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 and see them as the enemy but rather to equip them with knowledge you know about their rights as human beings you know and make them understand that their voice matters that their opinions actually matter because i believe that when a woman understands her potential and ability to change situations so that she can also be in a position to help her fellow women then she has the capability of changing society's perception about the whole thing, you know? And that's what I'm saying. It starts with us here at Okio Minds. It starts with us, with the blogs that we are putting out there, with the vlogs that we are putting out there, because our aim is to bring about change, change this narrative, change this story, uh, especially on issues um, revolving around mental health advocacy and, of course, women empowerment, you know? Yeah, so um, 
I believe it's possible and for us to solve any societal problem it starts with dialogue you know and I believe we are in the right direction um so lastly within women empowerment is the concept of gender equality now literally speaking i don't mean that men and women should be equal in terms of physical attributes because of course you all know that is not even biologically possible but what i mean is that like i said before and i think i've actually mentioned this a number of times uh, what i mean by gender equality is the decision making processes and opportunities presented to the different gender they should be equal but unfortunately different cultures view this differently and i'll give an example by giving a story growing up um watching my pa- grandparents now on my father's side because uh my family on my father's side were a bit traditionalist traditional rather they they were a typical african um, family where like i said a woman was just to be seen and not be heard i saw that attitude with my grandfather so many times like yeah he never understood especially when he saw us now his grandchildren the the girls like going out there and looking for jobs he couldn't understand how a woman is not supposed to be working a woman should be just should just get married and have babies and that's it you know and so yeah over the years this was actually a problem but anyway growing up and watching my grandparents uh, marriage relationship it made me believe that men and women can never be equal the men are supposed to bully women into doing what they want no questions asked and in many african culture even from the traditional stories uh, my grandmother would tell me when i was young um men and women would never roll together like even during traditional ceremonies like rites of passage and birth of a son in the community and dances you know to, to just celebrate different events that are happening in the community men and women would actually be separated it would actually be a taboo for these two genders to mix you know and she would tell me that only men would be allowed to give important speech and the woman's work in that whole ceremony uh was to cook for the people literally be seen and not be heard like she couldn't talk that was just a taboo you know and i remember even as a child there's this church we used to go to and do you know they, they they would actually separate men and women of course children would be put in their own corner but they would literally have this um separate line where women on one side men were, were on the other side and i would always ask my mom what kind of a tradition is this especially in a church you should be equal and so like i said it emanates from culture like as africans we are so embedded by cultural attributes that sometimes we forget to use our heads you know and that's in my view the concept of women empowerment actually emanates from addressing gender inequality first of all and that's why I'm, i'm speaking from the point of view where i understand it better that is in our culture um and I believe that the moment a woman is made aware that her opinions too matters and she is given opportunities 
now here at home, especially if, uh, with women in the rural areas, when these women are given more opportunities in leadership positions, in education, in career positions, you know, job opportunities, and, and many other, I believe that the narrative will begin to change, you know? And, and therefore, on that note, I do have hope for Africa because if this is the kind of thing we are doing in, in this platform that is Okio Mind, where we, we, we're starting to actually address some of the issues that are affecting the world, then I believe this is a this is the beginning of the change that we are seeking, you know? And that is what makes me positive, optimistic, that there is hope for Africa. And therefore, it is up to us who have taken the issue of women empowerment and mental health advocacy seriously to make sure that no woman is left behind, you know? No woman is left behind in this conversation. Even though in some parts of Africa, especially the rural areas of the continent, you know, where development is still a story to many you know development is still a theory i believe that the story can change and you know this can be through vigilant advocacy initiatives teaching different women in the african culture about their rights because that is the first time making them understand that you know what you have rights and nobody is allowed to violate this right. You know, also coming up with programs that are meant to empower these women economically, because I believe once they have financial independence, the mentality will automatically change. And lastly, of course, educating them, given that ignorance and illiteracy is so costly. It is usually so costly, and that is what uh, illiteracy gives the society a chance and an opportunity to take advantage of the weak or rather of that person who is illiterate uh me for me i strongly believe that education opens up one's mind and africa especially this is this is something i say from the bottom of my heart should invest you know it should invest more in, in on education especially in the rural areas I know Kenya has really tried. It, it is somewhat trying in this area, but there are still other countries that are plagued by war due to tribalism, unstable government policies. And usually in these countries, education is usually the last thing they want to invest in. In fact, it is usually seen as a wastage of government resources. And that's why I strongly believe that with a platform like this, we have a chance. It's not only in Africa, I believe it's all over the world. There are some cultures where they have just decided that women are irrelevant, but we should change that, you know? We should change that because as women, you know, in this area of advocacy, in this area of development, and, you know, doing humanitarian work, we we have work to do, you know? We just... We should be there to the to the people or rather to our fellow women who have no voice and teach them that they are they actually have the capability and the potential to change the world if only they can just realize their suffering, you know? Yeah, so um I want to encourage everyone as I finish. Um I just want to encourage everyone in this every member of Kill Minds to keep doing what you're doing and in the spirit of empowering women through your blogs your your vlogs your podcasts whatever it is you're doing in this platform 
keep it up you know you are making a difference and you should believe that you know own it and don't give up no matter why so um you are welcome to comment give me more ideas on how we can actually address women empowerment especially in cultures where it's 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 a bit difficult to do that because you know they've been born and raised believing that there's nothing they can do that you know they've been in raised in a culture that makes them believe even if they fight from themselves it doesn't matter so how can we change this narrative yeah so you're welcome to comment and like i said it's it's a platform where we can we can help one another we can build one another by starting a conversation helpful conversations that are meant to solve the problems that are in our society you know yeah so thank you for your time um yeah so i appreciate all of you all of the members whatever you're doing like i said before keep it up thank you thank you for your time Thank mm-hmm. you.